Yo, McCole Hartman here, 17 from the Chiefs. I need y'all to go check out the Fantasy Football Smucks podcast. Um, this Fantasy Football Smucks podcast, Hot Car provides Jeff King lineups. Um, Buff Joe's get NFL picks. The Doc gives college football picks. And the Doc is a huge GA Bulldog fan because I'm officially alum with a Bulldog. So always go Bulldogs, man. Go Dogs forever and ever. You know what I'm saying? And make sure y'all pick me up with fans and shit, man. I'm telling y'all, it's going to be a nice little gift. We are live. Hello, everyone. It's Hot Carl Clemson here, and welcome to the Fantasy Football Schmucks Podcast. Week one of the NFL season is finally here, and the Schmucks will be here all season long, providing DraftKings, NFL, and college football betting advice. But before we move any forward, let me introduce you to the drive through guru, the man that many refer to as the modern-day Fat Elvis of the Las Vegas Strip. Buff Fat Joe. Joey, how you doing, brother? Uh, I'm doing good, man. Uh, get going with this, you know. Uh, ready to go. I had a nice meal before we started. Uh, I'm good, man. A little out of breath because I had to walk to my desk. But other than that, I'm feeling good. <laughs> <clears throat> Oh boy! Can you tell the listeners what you had for your meal tonight? I did. I uh, had a boneless mango habanero wings. I got the twenty piece. You know, usually I go traditional, but I was feeling boneless in a special night, so uh, I'm gonna have a nice special meal. There you go. You know, I'm a bigger fan of the boneless. I'm not a big fan of the bone. I guess it's both, but I like. I like. I feel like a caveman. Boneless, you know, with the bones, you know, but we use the fork tonight and get the nice breaded mango habanero. It's real good. Yeah, man, a little easier to, you know, dip it into the uh, the dipping sauces, you know. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I, <laughs> ranch and blue cheese. I, I alternate back and forth, wing to wing, you know. <laughs> back and forth he goes. <laughs> I believe the doc has seen the action several times. I have. It's it's impressive. <laughs> Uh, he's the, he's the right. only person that I, I noticed the uh, <clears throat> the bartenders and wait staff at Buffalo Wild Wings ignore him. They, they literally just try to avoid coming back to the table because they knew they were about to have to go all the way back to the kitchen and fill another order. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. All right. Well, you hear him. He's with us here as always tonight. The man with the locks. You can't spell the doctor without dropping the D. <laughs> and dropping the dropping the D is exactly what the Georgia Bulldogs did to those schmucks from Clemson, Georgia's favorite son, the Doc. What's up, buddy? What's up, man? I'm, I'm excited. We had a great first real weekend of college football. We got the pro season starting tomorrow. I mean, this is what it's all about right here. Yeah, man. How about those dogs, though, man? Just laying it down on Clemson, just like you predicted, buddy. Hey, man. I, you know what? I thought we would have a little more offense, but – when you can take a team who has not missed the playoffs and just keep them out of the end zone offensively, and I think they've scored in like multiple years uh, without you know every single game for multiple years, um, and we held them to, to nothing. So that's, that's impressive. I mean, that's just that's probably one of the best defensive performances I've ever seen. So hey, all you can say after that is go dogs. That's it. That's it. That was, that was <laughs> a fun dogs. game to watch, man. That was a fun game to watch, and they absolutely dominated. Yes, they did. So I'm not going to edit out the uh, ESPN noise from the app. The doc is currently in a uh, fantasy football draft. Doc, who are you oh, taking y'all, right y'all, now? Oh, could hear that. <laughs> yes, we uh, did. <laughs> my bad. That was uh, Robert Tony <laughs> there with the uh, trying to get my tight end position taken care of here in uh, in round seven. So uh, Robert Tanyan from the Green go. Bay Packers. Hey, there you go. Ah, uh, you expect a big year out of him or what? Um, hey. <laughs> Anybody on that offense is going to have a decent year as long as Aaron Rodgers is throwing the ball. That's right. Yeah, he, and, you know, you got sniped from Kyle Pitts. So, I mean, Tunyon's a safe bet. You know, probably probably get double digits or get around double-digit touchdowns this year. So, not a bad pick. 
Yeah, that's the key. I just needed something productive. Obviously, this late in the draft, uh, as I was mentioning to you guys before, it's uh, interesting. There are several that are doing the uh, um, computer draft here instead of them doing it. So it's just ripping these tight ends off the board. And so I just had to get a decent pick in there before uh, I was down to Cole Komet. (laughs) (laughs) You you don't want him as your starter. I say that and he'll probably rip off like 20 touchdowns this year. (laughs) Oh, Cole, he might break out. So, <laughs> All right, guys. So if you're new to the Schmucks podcast, let me just catch you up to speed a little bit. So every week, the Schmucks provide the best sporting advice we possibly can. You know, we put a lot of thought and analysis into our picks. I mean, obviously, unless you're, you know, Mr. No Science, all gut Buffett Joe over here. But, you know, overall, we, we try to provide the best information we possibly can. However, sometimes that information, it just doesn't pan out. And, you know, unlike some other podcasts or sport betting websites, the schmucks, we don't hide from our losers. We embrace them. And we discuss those losers in our world famous segment, our schmucks of the week. Frank, take it away. All right, yeah, I love that music. Great to hear Frank back here, guys. So <laughs> let's go ahead. You know, it, season football, NFL season hasn't fully started, but we do have a few schmucks. So, Doc, who's your schmuck of the week this week? Uh, this was pretty easy for me. We had a great first weekend, uh, you know, running through the wins. Uh, Georgia obviously covered one money line. That was a lock. We had uh, Florida State covering eight. That was a lock. Alabama uh, taking out Miami and covering their spread. That was a lock. Uh, we even pitched in the Army game there uh, on the last day, and that was a lock. So we were just locks across the board except for one broken one, and that's the schmucks out of North Carolina. They went into Virginia Tech and just completely embarrassed themselves. Sam Howell forgot how to throw the football. Mac Brown forgot how to coach football. It looked like Mac aged 20 years and gained 100 pounds during the second half. So bottom line, my schmucks of the week are the North Carolina Tar Heels, and from here on out I will consider them as only a uh, – a basketball school because they definitely are not a football <laughs> school. <laughs> oh, yeah, damn, was, damn Tar Heels. <laughs> that was definitely frustrating watching Sam Howell that game in. Just, yeah, yeah. Just, absolutely just heartbreaking. Ducks, you know, it was terrible. <laughs> All right. So there you have it with Doc's Schmuck of the Week. Joey, who's your Schmuck of the Week? So this week, you know, I kind of laid low week one. I let the doc do all my work for me, and it was very successful. (laughs) I got no complaints. Um, So I'm giving myself the schmuck of the week because I laid low, and I loved Ole Miss. Um, I thought they were going to blow out uh, Louisville, and uh, I'm blaming myself for not taking uh, advantage of that opportunity because I loved it. I figured they'd blow them out, and they did. That quarterback is real good. So uh, schmuck of the week. It's not Eli Manning, right? (laughs) <laughs> it is not it is Matt, <laughs> Matt Carroll or something like that. Coral, Coral, yeah. yeah Coral, he was yeah. a he was a commit to USC. He changed that. Then he committed to Florida, and then he changed that and ended up at Ole Miss. I tell you what, man, that kid was fun to watch that night. And I know Louisville's a little soft, but it's going to be fun to uh, keep an eye out on them and because they could put up points. And if their defense could play, they're they're a real good team. So absolutely, we talked about that last year against Alabama. They put up forty eight yeah. points. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, they're well and uh, so, something to watch this season for sure. Keep that in mind. So, yep. piss at myself for not capitalizing. I love it, but you know, I had a I had a good weekend, so I said, you know, let's just relax this Monday. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, well, living living on with gut. That's it. That's it. Living. Hey, yeah. I I want to throw this out there, uh, Joey. I took the under hit on that and i took the spread ball miss at the last minute so it, <laughs> oh, nice. that. So it was it was a good night yeah that's <laughs> you gotta go with the gut man that's it man <laughs> there you go so let me go ahead let me get to my schmuck of the week and honestly it's probably the schmuck of the week for the past few years joe mixon specifically those who wasted a second-round draft pick on sleepy Joe Mixon. The fact of the matter is, year after year after year, 
you schmucks continue to sing the praises of an average at best running back playing behind one of the worst offensive lines in football. Every year, you gullible schmucks, you fools, you claim Joe Mixon is going to finally break out as a top five fantasy football running back. Well, you know the expression, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Well, fool me three times. Shame on your parents for dropping you idiots on your heads when you were a kid. Or should I say, drop you on somebody else's head. <laughs> you know, the slick, Rick, the slick Rick said it best. It's a lot easier jumping on than it is jumping off. Woo! <laughs> so in closing, Joe Mixon truthers, prepare yourselves for another year of pain and suffering. And no, I'm not talking about Buffett Joe's bowel movements after a trip to the local drive-thru. Because you schmucks, you can't win your fantasy league with your second round pick. But Hot Carl will tell you this. You can definitely lose it, daddy. There it is. I like it. I like it. There's going to be a lot of people regretting that pick. Oh, definitely. Second round, I mean... It's it's a lot easier jumping on than it is jumping off. Ric Flair's got it right, guys. So, I mean, these guys just continue every year. I mean, I'm looking forward to 2022 to hear what the excuse is that uh, Joe Mixon is going to be a top running back in XFL. (laughs) (laughs) Mixon will be playing for the Vipers in two years. No, we don't want. Oh no. All right, guys, so before we talk about our DraftKings lineups, let me just talk about Thrive Fantasy. Come prop up on Thrive Fantasy this football season. Thrive Fantasy app is a daily fantasy sports and esports app for player props. With Thrive, you can eliminate countless hours of research and focus only on top-tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the game. Choose 10 out of 20 available player props to build your lineup, Each prop is assigned a fantasy value for both the over and the under based on how likely it is to hit. Hit the most props and rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. Thrive has over $140,000 guaranteed in prizes for NFL Week 1 and has awarded over $4 million. $4 million. Thrive's featured... 100,000 guaranteed contests in $20 to enter and first place takes home $20,000. Buffett Joe, that is a lot of drive through right there. <laughs> That's right. So right now, if you use the Thrive app, the Thrive app, excuse me, and use promo code SCHMUCKS, S C H M U C K S, when you sign up today and you'll receive a 100% instant first deposit match up to $100. So go ahead, download Thrive Fantasy app right now, and let's play some props. All right, boys, so let's go ahead. Let's get into our DraftKings lineups for week one. Now, what we're going to do this season, Buffett, Joe, and I, we're going to each offer our favorite player from each position. So, Joey, let's go ahead. Let's start at the quarterback position this week. Who do you like at quarterback this week? I... I'm shocking myself on this one because last year I remember saying I will never pick this player again. But, uh, <laughs> Good start. Know, with, with daily fantasy, you got to uh, you got to have a short memory, short term memory. Um, mm-hmm. I think the Eagles absolutely stink this year, and I think Matt Ryan is going to be a little rejuvenated. I mean, they are a good offense, but they, you know, they had some tough losses last year, so they're a little bit worse. You know, their record was worse than they actually are. Defense stinks, but. You know, they passed the ball. So uh, I saw Matt Ryan for 6000 and uh, it's kind of on the cheaper end, and I think he's going to get over 25, 20, you know, 23, 25 points. So I'm going with Matt Ryan, my first week quarterback at uh, 6000 against the shitty Eagles. And, uh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Atlanta, Atlanta's home in the dome. It's going to be beautiful. How you feeling, Joe? How you feeling? 
I'm doing all right. Oh boy, oh, rough boy. out there in Vegas, man. You you uh, you running a fever? You doing? You feeling a little off? I mean... well, you know, there's there's a lot of new drivers that I've been hitting, so maybe I'm just you know my system's in shock with all this new food. But uh... I, I I think that that heat out there is causing him to have some hallucinations. From back in like the 2016 season, so. So what, what you're saying is, is not the Eagles team that won the Super Bowl, right? That shut down not. the Falcons in the playoffs. It's not it that that team. 100 percent not that team. Okay. The Eagles are absolutely terrible this year. They don't, and you know, on top of that, they don't have a good offense. So, I think the defense is going to be worn out. They're going to be tired, you know. So. All right. You're not a believer in Jalen Hurts. I am not. I've never been, and uh, I continue to not be. All right, so there, there you have it. Uh, the new listeners are already going to turn it off. I mean, Matt Ryan, the first <laughs> official name of the oh. 2021 season. Oh, uh, boy. Well, last year, I, last year, I believe I called him Sneaky Elusive, and uh, he, proved me wrong. he proved me wrong on that one. So, you know, I'm going back to the well. I didn't expect any rushing yards from him. I expect him to pass the rock all over the field, and uh, it's going to mm-hmm. be beautiful. That's it. I'm in. And it's a, it's a nice price, too. So, All right. Well, I, I will say this for, you know, Matt Ryan. The Eagles did rank 28th versus the pass in 2020. Um, Matt Ryan did have five games of 300 yards. So, I mean, if Matt Ryan's going to hit, you want him to get that 300-yard passing bonus because – his sneaky elusiveness is not going to do much on the ground for you. <laughs> so, and he's got the go new ahead. weapon, man. The new the rookie coming out. He's going to, that's a nice little safety blanket for him. That's big. Yeah. Kyle Pitts, Calvin Ridley, you know, I, he's got some weapons there. So, I mean, we'll see. I mean, 6K is a little rich for me for uh, Matt Ryan, though. Yeah, I think the thing with Matt Ryan you, you, that's concerning is not Matt Ryan and not what he's capable of, but it's a completely different offense and a completely different team this year under the uh, new new head coach. So is it going to be more of a run-heavy team? I mean, we, we don't know yet. So that, that could mm-hmm. really throw off those numbers that you're looking for with Matt Ryan. Yeah. That is true. That is true. And those, you know, all risks involved in uh, week one of any. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to follow that up with my quarterback, but I'm going to play a little game with you guys. I'm going to play a song and I want you guys to guess which quarterback I'm going with. All right. <laughs> Showed people got no reason. Showed people got no reason. Showed people got James Winston. No <laughs> you know what? You know, when I first heard the music, I heard yeah. – I was thinking Jameis Winston as well because of New Orleans. But I heard the line, <laughs> short people. And I believe we have Kyler a – Kyler Murray. Yeah, that's right. I think it's Kyler Murray. You got it. Kyler Murray <laughs> is my quarterback start of the week. 7,600. Short people got no reason to live. However, short people – Got a purpose in my lineup this week. Going against the Tennessee Titans, they were 21st in the, against the pass in 2020 with allowing 36 passing touchdowns last season. They were atrocious. You know, the Titans, they, they were so bad, they cleaned house on their entire defense this offseason. And, I mean, their most notorious corner, or I guess their veteran corner, Janaris Jenkins, I mean, he's washed up, guys. So, I mean, the Titans – their pass rush is week two. This game's got an over under 52.5 tied for the second or tied the most highest should say this week. Um, I think Kyler Murray's just going to light it up guys. Kyler, you know, he had 819 rushing yards last year, 11 touchdowns. The rushing upside is what you're looking for, for your DraftKings. I mean, he, he could just have a monster week and I mean, you know, versus Matt Ryan, you know, Kyler Murray can run for, you know, 80 yards and that alone, you know, probably cut in the half of what Matt Ryan does. So I think Kyler Murray, 7,600, you're paying up for the quarterback. He paid off last year. I do not like Kyler Murray as a passer, but you know, I think Kyler Murray, he'll have time in the pocket. You know, the Titans won't be able to, you know, block his field of vision, you know, him being short. So I think Kyler Murray's the guy. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I'm all in with you on that one. I mean, it's Kyler Murray's a stud. He's and like you said, he's he's a new wave of the NFL quarterback with being able to work it with his legs, you know. So 
Yeah, the little midget man, he can move. <laughs> <laughs> those little with those little strides. <laughs> quick, quick little legs. Uh, oh boy, and, you know, that that game uh, has potential to have a lot of points in it. With you know, because Titans got a good offense as well. You know, so. Oh yeah, yeah not, definitely. And I mean, go ahead, Doc. I'm just not buying Kyler Murray this year. I, I know there's hype around him, and, and you may be yeah. right for this week. I think we're talking about a week-to-week basis, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we've talked about it before. You go back to 2020, first half of the season, top three quarterback. Second half of the season, he fell significantly back, and these defensive schemes have been, you know, put out there for him. There's a lot of game film, and I just put a lot of faith in these defensive coaches to be able to make adjustments, and so I don't see Kyler Murray being – that great value that he might have been last year. But for one game, hey, you know, we'll see what happens. I, I'll go a little cheaper. I'd actually uh, – I like uh, Baker Mayfield at 5,900 in a high-scoring oh. game. That's a nice price too. See, nice little cheap cheap quarterback. What's Kyler Murray? 7,600. You're paying up. Yeah, yep. it's up there. It's up there. So, yeah, it's, uh, you know, Baker Mayfield. I like going cheap, but, you know, sometimes you spend the money, it's worth it. I mean, that, that game has potential to be a shootout type game, so. Yeah, and that's you know that's one of my favorite games uh, stacked this week. Yeah, Murray there. You got D Hop, um, you AJ Brown there. So that game should definitely. I mean, fifty two point five points. You know, Vegas they know these things, man. It's going to be a shootout. So yeah, I'm with you there. All right, so let's go ahead. Let's get to our running back start of the week, Joey. Who do you like at running back this week? Well, if you're a listener to the Schmucks, you know I spend my money at the running back position. And uh, I'm spending it this week. My main guy is I'm building around is Alvin Kamara. Um, I just I just think he's going to be the workhorse, man. They just cut Latavius Murray. Um, so it's going to be Kamara. I think Winston's going to go to him. He catches a lot of passes. Explosive running back. I mean, the guy's got it all. So he's like a nice little, you know, guarantee points where you put him in and you're like, all right, I know I'm going to get my points. I'm going to get the touches. And hopefully mm-hmm. uh, the touchdowns come, you know, and that's kind of where you start. Like I look at Kamara and I start with him and I build around him. So I spend the money yeah. 8,600, you know, Green Bay, not the best run defense, as we all know, uh, 26 against the run last year. So on top of that, Kamara catches passes. So you got to yeah. figure Winston's going to go to him. So, yeah, I, I like Kamara. He, you know, he's the number four uh, highest running back on the uh, slate this week on Sunday. But, uh, yeah, the Packers, you know, they're one of the uh, worst teams against running backs last year. You know, you said it yourself, Kamara catches a lot of passes. The back, uh, that elite wide receiver one with uh, Michael Thomas out. You know, they do got Marquise Callaway, but, you know, Sean Payne's going to get Kamara the ball in this one, you know, and this should definitely be one where the Packers, who, you know, they're four-and-a-half-point favorites in this, so could definitely see a lot of checkdowns and, you know, high-tempo offense from the Saints trying to catch up in the second half. I think so, yeah. He's going to be like the workhorse, you know? Yes, sir. All right, so let me get to my running back, and, you know, I'm going to be a homer for this one. Um, He's the number two uh, expensive running back on the week. That's Dalvin Cook, 9,100. Yeah, you are spending an arm and a leg for him, but he gets the Bengals this week, guys. And the Bengals, they were 29th in rushing defense last year, averaging, you know, they're allowing 148 yards per game on the ground. Yeah, the Bengals, you know, they committed, you know, $120 million in uh, defensive free agents this year. They spent a lot of money. But, I mean, honestly, outside of uh, Trey Hendrickson from the Saints, I mean, nobody on that defense jumps out. I think Dalvin Cook, he's coming in the year healthy. You know, he had the full preseason and offseason off. You know, Dalvin Cook, he averaged seven, or five yards per carry in 2020. And, I mean, he had 1,500 yards on the ground last year. Vikings are three-point favorites on the road. And, you know, the Vikings, they got a defense this year. You know, a lot of people, they look at the uh, DraftKings chart and they see the Vikings somewhere around 23rd defense. They got the green logo there. Don't don't read that. The Vikings, they upgrade their defense. They got 10 or 11 different starters, you know, off the top of my head, you know, that are different this year. So I think the Vikings, they're going to control this game on the clock. Mike Zimmer, you know, he wants to run the ball. So Dalvin Cook, 9,100, I think he's going to absolutely blow up this week. Over 150 total yards, lock him in for a touchdown. Dalvin Cook, get him in your lineups. All right. You, you agree with that, Doc? <clears throat> I mean, I've got nothing against Dalvin. I think that's a great play. Um, so 
I mean, yeah, I've got nothing to say there. I mean, he's a top three back as far as I'm concerned uh, throughout the entire season. So why not this week? I did. I, I leaned toward the high scoring game. So uh, much like I took Baker Mayfield, I went 7,200 on Nick Chubb. Yeah, I mean, all three of our, all three of our backs. I think you can't go wrong. Chubb, Kamara, Dalvin Cook, all expensive but all top guys, and that's what you need a running back. So Dalvin yeah. Cook versus the Bengals, I like it. I mean, yeah, yeah, and I mean, people give you know throw throw back to Chubb. You know, people say, oh, he doesn't catch passes. DraftKings a PPR format. You got to think Nick Chubb. There's a pretty good chance he's going to hit 100 yards, and you get a 3.100 yard bonus. So, I mean, Nick Chubb's going to make up for those lack of uh, catches because he's not going to hit a 100 yard bonus this week, guys. So, I mean, Nick Chubb, he's he's a very good play this week too, and he's definitely a little cheaper than both uh, Dalvin <laughs> Cook and Alvin Kamara. So, love the Chubb here. <laughs> <laughs> get your Chubb ready. He, he starts your day off with those chub flakes right <laughs> yes sir <laughs> all right so let's go ahead let's get to our y receiver this week joey who do you like at the y receiver position uh i'm going to to a, a, a friend of the schmucks we, we love this guy dj more of that please got a new number this year number two he took advantage of the of the nfl rule change um i love it um, I'm on DJ Moore, man. Just uh, going against the shitty Jets. Excuse my language. But the <laughs> Jets are terrible, and uh, I think Sam Darno is gonna gonna play with some passion, man. I feel like the Jets really uh, did him a disservice, man. They just, you know, every year new new offensive coordinator can't get a coach. You know, give the guy give, give didn't give the guy a chance to succeed. So I think Darno is better than what he's shown as a Jet, and uh, I think he's gonna come out with a new. New team, and he's gonna and DJ Moore's a stud, man. DJ Moore's a player at sixty one hundred. He just, you know, gets a lot of balls to him, catches a lot of balls, and he's he's good after the catch. So I'm gonna throw DJ Moore in there, sixty one hundred. Yeah, DJ Moore, that please, I absolutely love it. Um, he looked real good in the third preseason game with Sam Darnold. He had six catches on six targets for 48 yards. So, I mean, DJ Moore, I think stacking him with Sam Darnold and even Robbie Anderson, that's a great play. Remember, Sam Darnold, revenge game. So, yeah, DJ Moore DJ Moore could definitely have a pretty solid outing this week, guys. That's right. I like the Panthers. Yeah, yeah, definitely like the Panthers this week as well. But uh, let me go ahead. Let me get to my wide receiver. And I'm actually going to stay in the previous game I talked about, the Bengals. I'm going to go with Tyler Boyd, 5,200, going against my Minnesota Vikings. As I said, you know, the Vikings defense, they got a lot of changes. You know, we're going to have more of a pass rush. Um, Got upgrade at corners, definitely. Um, Tyler Boyd, this action. He's going to be seen against McKenzie Alexander in the slot. That's probably the best matchup on the field against this Viking defense. And, you know, I know everyone, they're going to be going uh, T Higgins, Jamar Chase. That's going to, they're both going to be very popular in DraftKings. So this is one way I think you can get an edge by playing Tyler Boyd this week. But, you know, Tyler Boyd, he's the forgotten stud in this wide receiver core, guys. You know, many forget that through weeks one through 11 last week or last year with Joe Burrow. Boyd was the wide receiver 11 in PPR, averaged 16.2 PPR points per game. Um, Tyler Boyd, especially in that PPR format that DraftKings is, I think he's a safe bet for about six to seven catches, might sneak in a touchdown. So I think Tyler Boyd at 5,200, you're looking for double to three times your value. I think Tyler Boyd could definitely against Vikings. I love it because you know what? I'm exactly what what you just said most people are they're, they're on t higgins and mm-hmm. it makes sense you want to go against the grain you know like that's the secret to to DraftKings is go with you know go against what everyone's doing so obviously the first pick is like all right t higgins 4700 but you're right tyler boyd is their stud guy that's kind of been forgotten about you know so yeah and we're, talking, my, yeah, we're talking about a game where Cincinnati is more than likely is going to fall behind to Minnesota. So mm-hmm. we know that Joe Burrow is going to have to throw the ball. So, I mean, you're going to, he's going to get it around to his players. And so I think it's a good pick. That's right. And Cincinnati does not have a running back, as we all know. 
<laughs> this is true. <laughs> yeah, but you know the Vi- the, the Vikings definitely got to improve pass rush this year. A lot of people forget Daniel Hunter was out for a year. We got Everson Griffin back. Um, Burrow, I don't think he's going to have a lot of time to get downfield and say what you want about Patrick Peterson. You know, some think he's washed, but I mean Mike Zimmer, he's been able to get a lot out of the veteran cornerbacks. Uh, Terrence Newman, he was like a hundred years old back there. You know, still guys down so i think tyler boyd he is the uh yeah he's the Bengals receiver that's gonna have the big week this week all right like so it. yeah so let's go ahead let's get to the tight end position you have a tight end um i'm taking the doc's advice here with uh the cleveland and kansas city game being high scoring um you know, the Chiefs are pretty terrible against tight ends. I believe they're like 30th or something high at 30th. And I'm going with Austin Hooper, man. The, the coach, Stefanski, has mentioned that they're going to expand his role this year. Um, and he's just a player, man. He did well in Atlanta. And, uh, you know, he's he's kind of like a you know, a good choice for Baker Mayfield. Hit, hit catch those passes. And, uh, you know, the guy's going to get the job done. He's only 4,000. So that's where I'm leaning to tight end this year, this week. Yeah, Austin Hooper, I think he's a great play, and he's actually a great pivot play from uh, my guy that I'm going to go with. But, uh, Doc, do you have anything you want to add on Austin Hooper? Um, no, Hoop's a great play. I actually went uh, in the same game. I actually went with uh, Travis Kelsey. I, uh, I, it's going to be a high-scoring game, and Travis Kelsey's going to come out, come away with two touchdowns. So I spent up on him <laughs> and down at some of the wide receiver spots. So that was my pick there. There you go. And, I mean, Travis Kelsey is a great play. All the time, um, you know, you're spending up for Travis Kelsey, but he, you know, you're spending up for efficiency with him. But this week, I'm actually going with a guy who should benefit from your quarterback start, Joey, and that is Kyle Pitts. <laughs> oh boy, 4,400 Kyle Pitts. Get him in your lineup now. I mean, yeah, he's going to be chalked this week. Everybody's going to be playing him. Everybody wants to play him, but this is definitely going to be the cheapest that you get Kyle Pitts all season long. Going against the Eagles, who were one of the worst defenses against tight ends last season. And, I mean, I'm not going to go on and on about it because, you know, we've covered Kyle Pitts on why we think he's going to be a stud. You know, he's a wide receiver at the tight end position. Going to be getting those mismatches against linebackers and defensive ends. So, I mean, you saw, you know, uh, the week three of the preseason, Kyle Pitts, one catch, 27 yards just off a little dump off. And Twitter exploded and finally realized that Kyle Pitts, is he's not going to be there to block. That's Hayden Hurts' job. Kyle Pitts' job is to get open, and he's going to be doing that all day against the Eagles. So Kyle Pitts, 4,400, very affordable for a tight end position. So get him in your lineups. Hey, you, you, you can't go wrong there. Kyle Pitts is uh, filling the void of Julio Jones. Like Calvin really is going to get his numbers, but without Julio, they don't have that big guy. Kyle Pitts is that big guy, athletic as a wide receiver. He will get his numbers. So um, that's a great pick. I didn't even realize it was only 4,400. That's, uh, yeah, that's not going to happen again. No. <laughs> 4,400, no. Matt Ryan. I was going to say 4,400 for him, Matt Ryan, 6,000. A little bit of a sneaky st- uh, stack. Yeah. I almost said snack. Yeah. I'm a little hungry, but. <laughs> 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 oh boy so all right so let's go ahead let's get to our value on this slate also known as push the button push the goddamn button, push the goddamn button. <laughs> all right so joey who are you gonna push the button on under 5k this week uh the value menu pick my favorite part of the of the of the episode uh, i'm going with uh <laughs> michael Pittman jr man 4,100, if those who don't know, he plays for the Colts. And uh, they don't really have any wide receivers, so this is going to be their guy. Uh, no one knows who's playing quarterback for them. But... <laughs> I was just about to oh, ask boy. you, do they have a quarterback yet? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're going to start somebody, so that somebody's got to throw to Michael It's Pitt. It's, so it's Cap- Captain Checkoff. Check off. <laughs> oh, <laughs> our buddy, yeah, our buddy Carson. <laughs> but, uh, no, Pittman's good, man. P- Pittman's very similar to DJ Moore with like, you know, a big wide receiver. You know, he he catches a lot of balls and he's got some good yards after catch. Like, so I think I think he's gonna break out this year. I drafted him in a lot of my leagues uh, late, 
And mm-hmm. uh, I think he's going to be a guy. I'm, I'm looking to keep him, like, as a, you know, I draft him late to as a keeper, you know. So, you know, I like him. I think he, I'm hoping he comes out with a bang. And I like him at 4100 It's a nice price. And, uh, you know, Seattle's not really that great on defense. So, I mean, 26 against the passes last year. So, yeah. I'm taking a shot, taking a flyer, pushing the button. Push the button, Michael Pittman. I think that's a great play. And uh, to, you know, bounce off of what you're saying, um, Parrish Campbell, who's another receiver uh, for the Colts, he's injured right now. He's got an Achilles injury. Uh, don't know how severe it is, but, you know, there's a good chance he could possibly miss this week or, you know, he may be limited. So he's out. And then, I mean, T.Y. Hilton, in that fossil, he's out too, you know, with a neck injury. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you know, fossil Michael Pittman. week. Oh boy. He might be one of my fossils of the week when he comes back just cause, but uh, yeah, the Hilden's closed. Uh, Michael Pittman, you know, great value play 4,100. I definitely agree with that one, Joey. Um, my push to butt in this week, I'm actually going to go the bare minimum. Um, there's a couple guys I like. Um, I could have went Marquise Callaway. He's a great play at 3,400. A lot of people have him. Marvin Jones, a great play. I'm going to go, off a preseason stud, had a lot of hype in the preseason, might be a little undervalued this week. I'm going to go with Rondale Moore, $3,000. You know, he's the wide receiver four for the Cardinals right now. Um, Everybody knows that air raid offense, that Cliff Kingsbury offense in Arizona. Um, Rondale Moore in the preseason was used on a lot of screens, a couple end rounds. You know, he's a guy that they want to get the ball to him in space. So, you know, we already talked about how, uh, this Titans and Cardinals game, it's going to be a shootout. You know, D-Hop, he's a popular play. But, you know, if you want a very cheap play on this offense to, you know, put with Kyler Murray and maybe even do a triple stack, I'm going to say Rondale Moore, $3,000. Probably gets you about four or five catches, but he's got the speed. You know, he can break a big one. Awesome, awesome. Because you know what, I've never even heard of Rondell Moore. So <laughs> this is why this is why our subscribers are going to love us because this is valuable information that you anywhere else. <laughs> uh, you didn't watch much preseason football, there, did you? <laughs> uh, I didn't watch any of the Cardinals. No, I just figured that uh, okay. Kyler Murray had no interest. Yeah, he's kind of <laughs> lining up in that old uh, Larry Fitzgerald role, and. Uh, you cocking a gun over there? Uh, those, are my notes. <laughs> those are those are my uh, my fantasy notes. He's throwing my, them in the trash. <laughs> my Burger King wrappers. <laughs> All right, I, I hope you remembered your uh, defense, Joe. <laughs> Who are you? Let's close out. Who's whoa, whoa, you? fellas, fellas, fellas! Let me throw out there real quick a uh, value pick for you. Um, Corey Davis, New York Jets. There you go. That, wow. Let's throw that out there. I mean, if you're going to stay below 5,000 and you want a good wide receiver who matches up well with a young quarterback who is going to come out slinging, Corey Davis, why not take a shot? How much is Corey Davis stack? 49. There you uh, go. Just, 49. Just, just under. Just and under. Do you, do you, now, I had I was for sure that Zach Wilson was going to stink, but there's people saying that he might be good. Obviously, my guy, Tony Romo. What do you guys think about Zach Wilson? <laughs> I know. A lot. I, no, I, I think he looked good. I think he looked pretty good in the preseason, but preseason is tough to say. You know, the defenses, they're not scheming as much. Um, a lot of teams, they don't want to show off, you know, kind of their, their blitzes and that. Yeah, I, Colt McCoy looked like a stud in the preseason years ago yeah, with the right, Browns. Right. So, I mean, I'm not believing the preseason hype, but, I mean, him and Corey Davis definitely looked like they had a connection going. And, I mean, Corey Davis had a monster year last year. So, I mean, you know, Jerry's still out there. We'll see what happens. Well, yeah. you know, I'll throw this out there. If, uh, for those that listened last year, we we picked BYU in several games because uh, the, the quarterback can play. Zach, Zach mm-hmm. is, a, is a good fit um, for the system he was in at BYU. If that can be adapted to New York, uh, which it looked like in the preseason that they were going to line up and play a very similar style, and then why not? But um, I still fall back to the Coastal Carolina game last year where 
that defense schemed him and pretty much shut down that BYU offense. He he came away with some halfway decent numbers, but nothing to the point of uh, of what you're going to need to see in the NFL. So that concerns me. Uh, they also had a stud at running back at BYU, and anytime you have that, it opens up your your passing game. So I my silence is simply this: he's got the tools to make it in the NFL. But we've said that about several players that have come through the New York Jets system, and I can't think of the last – I mean, last time they had a quarterback to take them to the playoffs was uh, was a butt fumble guy, right? Um, Mark, <laughs> yep, Mark, Mark Sanchez. Sanchez. Dirty you know, Sanchez. And, 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 we and, yeah, and, he, and we wouldn't equate that to being a great quarter. I mean, we, we wouldn't say Mark Sanchez is a great quarterback. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I – uh, Good luck to him, but um, you know what? I think Sam Darnold's going to do a lot better in Carolina than he ever did in New York. And so that says a lot lot more about the system than the person. I'm with you on that. Yeah, Jets are a mess. It's a new day in New York. All of New York's a mess. Oh God, it's a it's a cesspool right now as we speak. So, uh, all right, let's close this out, Joey. Who do you got as your defense this week? Well, you guys, if you guys thought I was you know, on drugs or delusional before, you're really going to think I am now because I am going with George's own Atlanta Falcons as my defense, $2,000, saving a ton of money. And I tell you what, they're going to get at least two turnovers. Mark my words here. Jalen Hurts will throw a pick, no doubt about it. And I, I bet throwing a fumble. And so, um, throwing like a fumble? I said, I <laughs> – Throwing throw a throwing a fumble that's going to be a turnover, <laughs> interception fumble, no doubt about it. Mm. Um, I'm all in. I, I just I'm not really all in on the Falcons as much as I am on the Eagles being terrible. So, okay, I think that summed it up right there because I was about to say, Joey, what have you heard about in Atlanta <laughs> that I've missed, and what did you see in the preseason that I missed? I mean, I think it's great to have a new coach in and change things up, but I'm like. I haven't seen anything that makes me think this defense is going to be stellar. So yeah, I think what you're saying is is the defense is just going to be itself, but the the Philly offense is going to be horrendous, and you have no faith exactly. in in Jalen Hurts, who basically let you know took Alabama to a national championship and then went to Oklahoma and took it to the uh, playoffs, I believe. So are you sure that uh, he can't play in that system? I mean, it seems like he did okay in two completely different offensive systems in college, but uh, – College you know. and NFL, they don't translate, man. My, my good buddy, Tim Tebow, look at that, you know? So um, – Wait, wait, wait. You're, you're comparing Tim Tebow to Jalen Hurts? <laughs> uh, oh, boy. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Tebow was right. so so Jalen Hurts. Look Jaylen at Jalen Hurts' pass. Okay, Tim – Tim Tebow's passing numbers came from tunnel screens. Uh, major, I mean, very seldom. I mean, okay, I'm not going to go off on Tim Tebow because he he played. He, he was a great. He was a great college quarterback. But That's right. I think I think you know, and hey, and I'll be the first to say Georgia shut down Jalen Hurts. And had it not been for the fact Tua was on the bench in 2017, the Dogs would have been national champions. That's so right. I, I don't disagree with you that Hurts can be shut down, but I think Hurts is a better passer than Tebow was. Um, you know, and I think he went to Oklahoma and proved that. I think that was in that system out there. But you know what? I, I, I'm curious to see this too. I actually, I didn't think that uh, Hertz was going to translate well to the NFL, but came in last year, played some key games, and uh, and did well. So we'll see what happens. I hope you're right about the Falcons. <laughs> That's all we could do is see what happens. But uh, yeah, I, I, I just I don't see it. You know, so I just think the Eagles are bad, and uh, that's where I'm rolling. I'm I'm curious to see now how it is, how it goes. So. Yeah, I'm actually going to be in support of your pick, Joey, because uh, $2,000, you know, you're saving a ton of cash on DraftKings. You can, you know, get some studs in your lineup with that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the Falcons, they're at home. You never know what's going to happen. I mean, if the Falcons get you four points off a of QK, you're happy. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, they, they really don't have to do too much. So, I mean, Falcons, I actually do have them in a couple lineups because I do like to punt at tight end. However... The defense I'm going to go with, let me get back to that cesspool in New York because uh, the, the Denver Broncos at 3,300, all you need to know about, they're going against the New York football giants. Danny Dimes, I mean, if you thought Eli Manning copped the ball up a lot, Danny Dimes, that guy, Jesus Christ, that guy just cops the ball up like it's nothing. Um, Jason Garrett, you know, he's a terrible offensive coordinator. Um, Saquon Barkley, he's working back from the injury. And then you throw in the injuries. You got uh, Kenny Galladay, 
You know, I don't even know if he's playing. He's got a hamstring deal. Evan Ingram, he's out. Kyle Rudolph's banged up. I mean, you got Sterling Shepard. You know, he's a stud. He might, you know, actually be uh, worth a start somewhere. But, uh, I mean, Denver, they're going to get pressure on Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes is going to fold. Giants, I'm holding to it. The Giants are going to be one of the worst teams in the league outside of the Houston Texans. So, uh, if you're spending up a little, go, go Broncos, 3,300. All right. Go Broncos. They got some studs out there. There's no doubt about it. All right, guys. It's time to get to the drive-thru. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get to Buffett Joe's teasers, pleasers. Joey, take it away. All right, boys. So every week, as we know, I do a six-team, uh, six-point teaser. But, you know, week one is tough, man. You know, I don't want to just give away money. So, uh, you know, I don't really have a feel for this <laughs> week to get six games in. The lines are kind of crazy. So I don't want to force nothing. So I'm doing just a straight-up three-team teaser. Uh, it's even money. Like It's like 120 gets you, you know, 100 bucks. So it's, you know, pretty, pretty even. Um, so we'll start with the teaser. Um, I'm going with, you know, 10, 10 point three team teams. So I'm going with the Bucks, the Rams and the Bills Bucks, as we know, eight point favorites. All they got to do is beat the Cowboys, which, you know, they're home at night, very good defense, returning all their starters. We all love the Bucks. I think that's an easy one, you know, unexplainable. It's, you know, don't think too hard, just fired in, uh, kind of the same thing with the Bills and the Rams. I mean, we know the Rams are going to dominate. Um, so I love the Rams with Stafford coming in. I think they could, with the teaser, they could lose by three points and you'd still be fine, but I don't think they're going to lose. I think the Bears stink. So, um, yeah. And the Bears are starting Dalton, which is pretty nuts to me anyway, but, um, yeah, love the Rams and going with the Bills. The Bills are home against the Steelers. Uh, might be the toughest one of the three. I could see the Steelers hanging around for a bit, but the Bills are home. They're going to be fired up over there. Um, Bills don't lose, so Bucks, Rams, Bills. I think that's a guarantee win. Put it in the books, and that's it. So that's my teaser. We'll get back to the sixteen teaser by like week three. We'll see how week two looks, but I want to get a feel for things first. See how teams look and all that. So um, let's just get this hundred bucks, easy win, and go from there. So next up, we're gonna do uh, this year. I'm doing a little different. I'm gonna give my best bet of the week and we'll do we'll do one play every week and then i'll do an upset of the week uh biggest dog of the week or whatever you want to call it where you just put a couple bucks on something and uh you know they're going to be three to one dog where no one's taking them and uh see if we could hit so i'll do my best bet first and it's uh it's actually going to be my my new home the vegas raiders uh they are four and a half point dogs against um, the Ravens and the Ravens, you know, they're a mess right now running back. So they don't really have a running back. I know they got Gus, Gus Edwards, but um, he's not really the main guy. He's never really been the main guy. So we don't know how he's going to react. And the Raiders are going to be fired up, man. The, the crowd's going to be fired up. They're going to be wild. So I like the Raiders a lot. Plus four and a half. I'm going to take the points. And, you know, primetime home dog is always a good thing. So. That's my best bet. Raiders plus four and a half. I don't see that losing. Even if they do lose, it might be a three-point game, and I do think they could win. So, all right. Now for my upset of the week. Call me crazy, but uh, I like this underdog. Everyone is saying that the Niners are so great and the Lions absolutely stink, but oh boy. I, think the, I think the Lions are going to shock the world here. Um, no. They're seven and a half point dogs. And you know what? You put twenty bucks on it, and you—it's a—it's like plus three twenty-five, I believe it is. Let me see here. One of the sports books is, yeah, Lions plus three twenty. So you put twenty bucks down, you get, you know, sixty-four dollars back profit. So there's really no risk, only reward. Um, and then, yeah, <laughs> the Lions. Hey, why not? San Francisco's going across the country. They're looking at the Lions, who stinked forever, who stunk forever. And uh, they got a new coach. They got the the, the Super Bowl quarterback, Jared Goff. <laughs> Joey, it's, it's not that far across the country. It's just, it's just California and Michigan. Yeah, that's that is like very far. <laughs> they're, they're not going. They're not going to New York. 
Oh boy. This is, that's across the country in my book, so I love it. I'm I'm gonna take a shot. And, uh, I'm hoping people lose their survivor pick with the Niners. And uh that's where I'm going, man. Let, let's All right. let's revisit this pick next week when the three and a half to one dog cashes. I like it. <laughs> I, hey, I like bowl, betting bowl. the dog until about the third or fourth bet when you're sitting there now you're 80 bucks in the hole and you're just like please dear god well, listen, that, that's why we do the teaser that's why we do the teaser because it teaches a safe 100 bucks and then you win 100 dollars and you got 20 bucks or 50 bucks to throw around to have some fun on a sunday and you feel like a genius when the lions win with deandre swift just hitting holes man there you go man there you go <laughs> if, if he's uh, healthy right <laughs> that's it that's it so let's see how we do this year I, i'm looking forward to having a successful year on the, uh the best bets and i like it um the teaser you know let's the 16 teaser didn't come into play this week but we'll get there we'll, we'll get there so. so now that we're getting close to the end of the show you might need a doctor so ladies and gentlemen it's time for a very special edition of Doc's Locks. All right, so uh, as we know, it's Wednesday night, so uh, we're, these are not locked in just yet, but I'll go ahead and tell you heavy leans. I got a heavy lean in the Oregon Ducks versus Ohio State Buckeyes. The Ducks are a 14-and-a-half-point underdog. And uh, you know what? I'm leaning toward the dogs in this one. Uh, I got the Ducks covering 14-and-a-half. Heavy lean on that one. Uh, we'll see if things change. C.J. Verdell, that, that uh, rushing attack from Oregon, uh, I think is enough to hang in there. I think Ohio State's a good team. I think they're going to win the Big Ten. But at the end of the day, I think uh, Oregon can hang within two touchdowns. Uh, I got Syracuse as a two-and-a-half-point dog to Rutgers. Uh, Rutgers is an improved team. We used them a couple times last year in locks. But I think I think the Qs early in the season oftentimes tends to put up really good defense. And, uh, and I think Syracuse uh, as a two-and-a-half-point underdog uh, can win this game outright. Uh, I got Texas A&M as a heavy lean uh, to cover 17 against Colorado. Uh, Mel Tucker uh, – left Colorado and went on to take on the Michigan State job. And, and you saw he brought his coaching talent with him last weekend uh, in, in a big win for the Spartans. Uh, a big fan of Mel Tucker. He was part of Kirby uh, Smart's uh, defensive uh, coordinator staff over at Georgia. And prior to that was in Alabama. But, you know, he, he, he left. He's not in Colorado anymore. So Jimbo Fisher and, and uh, Texas A&M, I think, will cover 17. And then I got uh, Steve Sarkeesian and the uh, Texas Longhorns. Uh, covering seven against Arkansas. I think Sam Pittman's doing a great job at Arkansas. I think Arkansas is going to play a really good football game. But Steve Sarkeesian, offensive mastermind, uh, I think he's got the talent on Texas to have success with and, and be competitive this year uh, for the conference championship. So I'm going to go with Texas uh, as a seven-point favorite against Arkansas. And then a fifth lean in this, and then I'll figure out of the four of the five which four we're going to lock in uh, by Friday. But uh, Georgia as a 25-point favorite against UAB. We, we didn't see really any offense from Georgia. And if you if you go back and watch any kind of game film, you'll notice JT Daniels didn't take any shots downfield for the most part. They, uh, they played off of what Clemson gave them. Clemson basically said, do it all up front. And Georgia took advantage of it. They knew what they needed to do offensively because they were winning the game defensively. I think Georgia has a lot more firepower, and especially against a team like UAB, can show that off, run the ball, and, and, and cover you know four touchdown spread. But I'm holding off on that because there's one variable in this whole thing, and that's a, a news out of Georgia's camp this week. JT Daniels is dealing with a little bit of an injury. So Georgia may play a little bit more of a conservative offense using some of the younger quarterbacks in there. So by Friday, I'll have this locked in. But right now, Oregon uh, plus 14.5 against Ohio State. Syracuse plus 2.5 against Rutgers. Texas A&M minus 17 against Colorado. Texas minus 7 at Arkansas. And UGA minus 25 at UAB. So we'll get them locked in by Friday. Beautiful. All right. Yeah, yeah nice, for nice. The, for the final lock. Yeah. So um, make sure to follow at DocsLocks underscore on Twitter to uh, keep up and see uh, what the Doc's locking up for his uh, locks for the week. All right. <laughs> well, on that note, let's go ahead. <laughs> let's get to it. <laughs> you Not much to say after that. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
All right. So let's go ahead. Let's finish it off. We got a couple listener questions this week before we close things out. So let's go ahead. Let's get to uh, one of our our, uh, loyal listeners from last season. Yeah, hey guys, uh, I called in last season, uh, got a question, uh, my name's Curly Pubes, um, yeah, I got a question for you guys, um, I, I'm up between uh, Terry McLaren versus the Chargers, or Deontay Johnson versus Buffalo, who do you think's got a better uh, better point spread in those games, and uh, yeah, Joey, I heard you're uh, out in, uh, in Vegas now, I just want to know, uh, they got lots of good buffets out there. Uh, what, what, what are you uh, sinking your teeth into? What, what do you like the best? Which buffet uh, really gets you going, gets you salivating? And, uh, yeah, what do you think about the Bucks uh, tomorrow night with uh, going against uh, Dak Prescott coming off that broken ankle? Uh, do you think they'll go undefeated this year? Uh, let me know, guys. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Curly pubes. There you have it. Um, <laughs> wants to know Scary Terry or Deontay Johnson this week. What do you guys think? Oh, I'm going to address the first, uh, the, the most important question on which buffet is my favorite. And uh, I want to let you guys know that I am uh, very well known at the Bellagio buffet now. Um, <laughs> they know me well. I walk in and I see them talking to each other like – Oh no, he's freaking here again. Like, 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 uh, you know, it's it's pretty he's obvious. He's coming you know, to kill it. That's it. I don't mind though. They they take care of me. They know what I like, and uh, that's why I play most of my poker at the Bajo, and uh, I have a nice meal before I play at the buffet, and uh, that's gonna be my favorite spot there, Curly Bellagio buffet. It's very very nice. So. What's uh What's some of your favorite items on the menu there? Uh, they got everything, man. They always got the nice prime rib. They got all the, the noodles and pastas. Every, it's, you know, it's always a nice spread. You can never go wrong. So, um, you know, prime rib's always my favorite at the buffets, you know. So, but uh, anyway, back to the to the, the question. I honestly would go with neither of these guys. <laughs> oh, I, I think they have tough defenses, you know. The Bills are a tough defense yeah. and the Chargers. Are, I think the Chargers are a good defense as well that not many people are talking about. So, But if I had a pick, I would go Terry McLaurin. Yeah, I would probably go Terry McLaurin too just because Ryan Fitzmagic, you know, he's going to force the ball to him. Um, I do like his matchup just a little better. But, I mean, Deontay Johnson and PPR, he's probably going to catch probably about five or six balls. But, uh, yeah, Terry McLaurin, I think he has the bigger upside this week. That's right. All right, so let's go ahead. Uh, Doc, well, we do you got, have anything? To... Yeah, we, we left off one part of his question. Uh, you know, it, yeah, I have no opinion on either of those two wide receivers. I'm um, <laughs> not going to even waste anybody's time on that. But I will, I will answer the final part of the question, and that was about the uh, Buccaneers, ah. how they're going to do tomorrow night. Uh, yeah, keep it simple. Buccaneers win tomorrow night. They're going to beat Dallas. Uh, will they go undefeated? No, they will not go undefeated. Um, that's pretty consistent since like 1970-something. So I will uh, I'll <laughs> leave that one at that. So the Bucks do not go undefeated, but they do win tomorrow night. Do you think they cover the eight points? Do they cover eight yes. points tomorrow night? No, they do not. Wow. So I, I think, I think they do. Yes. Yeah, Hot Carl's been saying it all week, yes. No, I think the Bucks score seven, and then I think the lightning and the rain come in, and that's the end of the game. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, boys, I, I do wish I was in Tampa for this game tonight or tomorrow. I, I yeah. don't know, man. It's it's showing a lot of rain. Is it really? That's unfortunate. Yeah. So I don't know if you want to be here or not. It's, uh, playoff <laughs> Lenny. Yep. That stinks because it would have been a great atmosphere, you know. Yeah. yeah, we got Ed Sheeran coming to town. Big party out at the park, but yeah, they're showing uh showing eighty percent rainstorms and uh and lightning during the day and uh, fading <laughs> off a little bit and then still raining throughout the night. Well, I'd rather uh-huh. uh, have my ears ripped off than have listen to Ed Sheeran, but I'd be excited about the game. Come on, man! <laughs> nothing nothing says nothing says pro football is here like an Ed Sheeran concert. Let's be real. Yeah, I'd rather blow my brain out. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, let's go ahead. Let's get to our final listener question on the week before we close things out. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Listen, boys, round two of the fantasy football schmucks is upon us. Another season of football is here. Listen, a little house cleaning. I know it's been a few months. 
I haven't heard or seen from Billy from Oakdale. Has anyone heard of his whereabouts? Last I heard, he was sex trafficking children <laughs> to the borders of Mexico. Um, listen, I only have two questions this week. Question number one, who am I starting this week? It happens to be the Thursday night game. I've got Tom Brady and Dak Prescott. Who are you guys going with? Question number two, and in all seriousness, what's going on with drive Through Guru? How is he still employed and part of the show? I don't see what he contributes other than eating Big Macs all day. He doesn't know the players' names. He doesn't know how to pronounce them. Please, you guys can answer those two questions. That'd be great. And great and good luck this season. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. Tom support Jeff never fails, man. Hey, I can I can answer the last part. Uh, Joey's getting yeah. paid twice as much this year as he got paid last year, so that says a lot right there. <laughs> that's right, man. We're, we're doing something right, boys. <laughs> oh, that's funny, man. Oh boy, uh, he does he does know. bring a good point up though. You know, I mean, not not you, Joey, but uh, Billy from Oakdale. You know, he's missing. He's MIA. I mean, has anyone checked the basement there in New York? Like, it, you know, he's got a lot of floods. What's going on with Billy? <laughs> Yeah, well, you know what, Billy, if you're out there, man, let us know. Call yeah. in. We are very concerned. I mean, did you get arrested for sex trafficking like Tom mentioned? We, we don't know. I mean, so just give us a call, and uh, we'd love to hear from Billy, man. We're um, very disappointed we didn't hear from this week. We're, we're all very worried. So, Yeah, we've had a few callers that have uh, not called us in yet. Uh, Barney Heffelstein, and uh, <laughs> who, who else did we have? We have Tom, uh, Tom Anderson. Tom Anderson, yeah, we, we've had a few that didn't call in this year. We need to make sure we uh, let them know we've started this back up. That's right. That's right. But, yeah, tomorrow night, Tom Brady versus Dak Prescott. What, who are you guys taking? Who's, who's your quarterback in fantasy if you had to pick between those two? I'm going to let Joey uh, start this one. Yeah, yeah, let me start because I'm going to go with Dak Prescott here. Uh, just yeah. Obviously, Brady's the better quarterback. We all know that. Uh, but fantasy-wise – Dak Prescott's going to get more points. That's just the bottom line. I mean, he's going to throw more. He's going to run the ball more. Um, not, if he, not if his passes are caught by Tampa Bay and taken in for touchdowns. <laughs> you know what? They, they, they might be, but then that means he's just going to have to throw more, you know? Like mm-hmm. when they're down by 20 points, like Hot Carl predicts, that means they're going to be throwing the ball. So I'm all right, gonna, yeah. I'm going to go with Dak on just strictly how the game's going to go where – they're going to be needing to pass, you know. They, they ain't going to be able to keep up with with running the ball, you know, so. Um, I will go on the other sideline and uh, say that the quarterback that happens to be 44 years old, Thomas Brady, is uh, the quarterback to play this week. Uh, reason why, number one, Dallas is missing one of their top offensive linemen. We saw exactly what happened uh, in the Super Bowl with uh, the best quarterback in the NFL, Patrick Mahomes, when he didn't have any time uh, to go with what the doc was saying about the crappy weather here in Tampa tomorrow night. I mean, Dak's coming off an ankle injury. He's got a bum shoulder. We don't know if that's 100%. Um, he's going to play. But, uh, I mean, once a dirty player himself, Nadamika Soup, gets his uh, hands on him, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Joey, you're right. Dallas, they're going to be playing from behind. But, Honestly, I think this is a Tom Brady show. I mean, if the rain does line up, I don't see a reason why Tom Brady can't throw up to five touchdowns against this pathetic Dallas Cowboys secondary. Remember it, write it down. Jerry Jones in about the third to, third to fourth quarter is going to be sitting up in that press box giving that depressed look, and I'm going to have a big <laughs> smile on my face because Jerry Jones, just his sadness just brings happiness to hot Carl Clemson. So uh, Tom Brady – Tom Brady, he's going to have a monster game tomorrow night. I mean, Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, you know, and then you throw in Gronkowski, O.J. Howard's back. I mean, there's no reason Tom Brady can't light up this pathetic Dallas Cowboy team. I'm going to lean toward Joey on this one. If we're talking strictly fantasy, I'm going to go with Dak Prescott. I think Dak's going to be – they're going to have no choice but to throw the ball. Um, and and if he can't throw it, he's going to take off running with it. I just I – got, I got Dak Prescott – uh, because I think Tom Brady uh, throws a couple touchdowns, gets a good lead, and I think they hand the ball off a lot, do a little dump-offs to uh, Giovanni Bernard and just run the clock out. So I'm going to go with Dak Prescott for fantasy tomorrow night. Yeah, and that that's that's very realistic. But I just think that uh, Tom Brady's got something to prove this year. You know, at age 44, I think he's well, out well, to put well, up, well, put up well, some well. numbers. 
Whoa, whoa. Got nothing to prove. Tom Brady has something to prove. <laughs> he does. He does. <laughs> Listen. The guy has done it all. He's got nothing left to prove. I think we he, all get he's the gotta, point. He, you know what? I think you make a good point. He's got to prove that he can win two in a row in Tampa. He did <laughs> one, but that's really not a big deal. It's, not a big, it's been done before, right? Uh, Brad, Brad um, who was the quarterback back in the early 2000s um, for Tampa that won a Super Bowl? Brad Bradley Johnson. Brad Johnson, right? Brad Johnson won a Super Bowl in Tampa. It's not that big a deal that Tom Brady won a Super Bowl last year. You got to win two in a row. Prove something, Tom. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, I, I think at age 44, everybody's expecting that drop-off. So, you know, him putting up just a monster season, that's what I mean behind him just, you know – Shoving it down everybody's uh, gullet, you know, that's been doubting him. Because, uh, you know, you know, drive through guru, he, he doesn't believe in Tom Brady throwing for 44 touchdowns this year like I do. So, I don't. I, I, you know, I didn't believe in him last year. And that, you know, obviously proved me wrong. And I do think he's going to be good again this year. I just don't like him on a fantasy aspect, you know. Yeah. All right. 44 is a lot. I don't know. I feel like we'll see what happens. All right, so Tom, there you have it. Uh, apparently, two to one start, uh, Dak Prescott. But uh, feel free to call in and give these guys a bunch of uh, shit next week on why uh, Tom Brady just completely shredded the Dallas Cowboys defense. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's close this out. You guys got anything? Uh, any closing thoughts on the week? I got nothing, man. Other than I'm excited that football's back. That's about it. Yeah, same here. I mean, we got it. We got a big night starting tomorrow. We've got pro football on a Thursday. We got college on Friday and Saturday. We got pro again on Sunday and Monday. So, uh, this is what we look for. This is it, man. College and pro are playing all at the same time, and uh, I'm excited. So, this should be fun. That's it. All right. Well, good stuff. Well, there you have it, guys. So, uh, place some bets. Make sure to follow the fancy football schmucks on Twitter. Follow at DocsLocks and follow at DriveThruGuru. Make sure to download the Thrive Fantasy app, play some prop bets, and until next week, guys, take care and good luck. See ya.